you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Good Morning Football live in New York City. It is Wednesday, February 28th. My name is Colleen Wolf alongside Jason McCordy, and we got Kyle Van Noy in studio. So uh, a lot of rings around this table, yeah. a lot of Super Bowl champs. Um, obviously, I am not one of them, but I've been to a lot of Super Bowls, so it feels like it's like the same yeah. thing, obviously. Welcome, Kyle. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. To when get did you to get it. in? To we New got York. in yesterday. We had a smooth transition, and we're ready to go today. We're going to bring the juice today. So excited to have this guy here. I remember the first time I met him, I got to warn the viewers. This is one of the slowest talking <laughs> human beings Wait, on the planet. So if it takes him a while to get his thoughts out, just work with him. It's going to be all right. It's going to be some good content on the other end. Just give him his time. Well, to get I am a Kyle, so I have to set it up for Kyle in this seat. I got to represent for all the Kyles out here. Let's go. I love Great it. Point. I love it. So with that, let's get into the lead block. Lead block. All right. So obviously it is the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine presented by Noble. And on Thursday, you can see some of these drills, D-line and linebackers. On Friday, it's DBs and tight ends. Saturday, running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers. And then it all wraps up with the offensive line on Sunday. So that's tomorrow through Sunday right here on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Peter Schrager and Tom Pelissero are already at Lucas Oil Stadium. We've had coaching GM press conferences happening. You guys looking great this morning. I feel like you got a lot of sleep. So that's <laughs> uh, something that really never happens in Indianapolis around this time. How do you feel, guys? 
Feeling good, feeling great. Colleen, thank you. Kyle Van Noy, welcome to the show. Jason McCourty, as always. I'm rocking the official noble sweatshirt here. Where's this kind mine? of the stuff. I don't know. How did you show up in this? I'm fully suited up yeah. and you look like you're ready to go back to bed. I hang with some people. You're hanging with Ian Rappaport all day. This is the difference. This is what happens. You end up with this and you're with the insiders all day on here. I was able to maneuver myself and try to find and get one of these, but it's pretty cool. They're all going to be working out and they're all going to be getting ready and they're going to be rocking this stuff. But I got the PS, which I thought was pretty cool. That's not practice squad. Peter That's Schrager? Peter Schrager. Very That's nice. I've, I'll get you one. When teams are watching this, okay, so mm -hmm. every team uh, or every position group has a group leader, and it's a scout for a team. And so they'll be walking around with those guys the entire day. And all the scouts and coaches that are around, they'll be observing those things and how they are, whether they're in breakfast, whether they're coming and going from different interviews and the medical and everything else. Everything matters for these players coming into the NFL when you're at the biggest job interview. So, you know, last night I get a text that, hey, by the way, Drake May is crushing his interviews. One of the first guys to arrive. Quarterbacks just got going here. Yeah. Those are the things that start, you get a little bit of the word of mouth, good or bad, you start to hear some of those things, and it could be as simple as, are you pushing those cameras away when they get in your yeah, face? Yeah, no, mouth? I was doing the paparazzi, get it out of my face, but in truth... You've already been downgraded. Uh, <laughs> Red I'm, I'm undraftable. The truth of the matter is, a lot of these interviews are starting to happen now, and we are getting texts about, not so much, oh, did you see how far this guy can throw, because we haven't seen that yet. It's more, great kid, awesome person, and that is the art of the combine. There's a science to it, which is going to be on the field, and they're going to be doing drills Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but the art of it is a lot of the interviews and getting to know these players. I'll never forget Sauce Gardner a couple years ago with the giant chain coming through, having a blast, smiling, wore a suit and tie to his arrival over that stuff, and everyone loved it. And they're like, this guy came because he said it's a business trip. So pretty cool. Really quickly, Tom, we're here in Indianapolis. We're kicking off the show on Wednesday. What do you think is today's big story? And more or less, what are the guys getting into with the teams? Well, certainly we got more of the coaches and GMs who are going to be on the podium, so we'll be continuing to monitor that. We got a lot of non-update updates. <laughs> yesterday around some of the quarterback situations. No decision on Russell Wilson potentially for a couple of weeks, according to Sean Payton, which makes sense. You got until March 17th here. You'd like to work out and figure out what your plan is prior to the start of the new league year on March 13th, but they've got time on their side in this thing. Same thing with the Bears. Ryan Poles went up there and said, contrary to reports, I got no quarterback master plan to share with you today. They've got a pretty good idea of what they want to do, but this week for them has been all about gathering the data points, and then the drills get going tomorrow. This is the final ramp up here. We're waiting for a few of the final players to show up today. Caleb Williams, the potential number one overall pick, is among those. He's not going to work out in the drills, but a lot of those other top quarterbacks, we're going to see J.J. McCarthy on the field. We're going to see Michael Penix on the field. Those quarterback throwing sessions are Saturday. It all kicks off right behind us tomorrow night. The defensive linemen, the linebackers on NFL Network. I can't wait. And just a reminder to everyone there, you've got the Bears at one. Of course, you've got the Commanders at two, the Patriots at three, the Falcons lurking, the Raiders in that top 15. A lot of quarterback hungry teams and a lot of talented quarterbacks here. I'll toss it back to New York. I'm going to get I'm going to get you one of these. I'm gonna I, work I on need one. Right I, right? It might be late for the initials. TP but, you know, the best we can do. Yeah, we'll try. I feel like it should say P.S. though, as well, because it's a gift from you. So that would be thoughtful. <laughs> also, um, how long did it take you I'll to finish that coffee, swag. Peter? All right, we'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Peter's coming right back with this discussion because we're going to talk a little bit about the Bears. Obviously, so much focus on them at the Combine. And right up until the draft, the Bears, they hold the first and ninth overall picks. GM Ryan Poles is on the clock, and he addressed not only that top pick, but their current quarterback, Justin Fields, in Indianapolis yesterday now the hot topic with the first pick quarterback situation contrary to 
reports out there. I have no master plan to present to everyone today. This is an opportunity for us to continue to gather information, learn about the different players in the draft, listen to what opportunities could come up. And then at the end of the day, we're going to make the best decision that we can for the Chicago Bears. You do move off the number one pick. We've heard crazy. We've heard historic. All those adjectives used for the amount of compensation you'd need. What What are you looking for? Yeah, it's hard to say right now, but it's it's got to help our organization significantly to, to move around because we saw what it did last year. And I'm looking for that type of return to continue to improve our football team. If you decide to draft a quarterback, what is your motivation to trade Justin before free agency starts knowing that there might be a premium? Yeah, again, it just depends on what opportunities pop up. I will say this, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. If we go down that road, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So we'll gather the information. We'll move as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. No master plan, yeah. he says. I would love for there to be a reality show in this, like, I don't know, dystopian future simulation of mine where there is a lie detector test at the combine, just like, you know, for a little fun wrinkle. It would never happen, but like maybe we can entertain that idea. What did you think of what Paul said? As I'm listening, I remember yesterday, Peter and Tom said to us at the combine, you're listening to guys at a press conference. You got to take it all with a grain of salt because a lot of things are going on behind the scenes when Ryan Paul stands up there and he talks about whether it's Justin Fields or that number one overall pick. And some of the things that stood out to me was he talked about going through the process and gathering information and down there at the combine is an opportunity for them to meet with all of these top quarterbacks Drake May, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels and get a chance to know these guys and see exactly what they're about beyond just their film when they turn that on and they sit as a staff but as you listen to everything he's saying it started me thinking all right what was Ryan Pohl saying last year at the combine going in having that number one overall pick but also having Justin Fields and trying to figure out exactly who he was as a quarterback I want you guys to listen to some of the things Pohl said last year at the combine and comparing to this year that's the plan right now and like i said we're going to do our homework on on this class and if something changes and again i'll just use the same statement we got to be blown away to say you know what i think this is best for our organization nothing's changed there i saw the deal from yesterday in terms of leaning one way or the other you know i think that's always been the case we've always leaned that way because justin did some really good things i'm excited about where his game's going to go. But at the same time, when you sit in our situation at one overall, you have to do your due diligence. You have to investigate everything. You got to spend time with those guys just to make sure we're making the right decision. Last year, he talked about with Justin Fields, the plan was to move forward with him as their quarterback going into 2023. They would have to be wowed by a quarterback throughout the process to go ahead and select one at number one. He talked about building around Fields, giving him the weapons around him to help his own development as they brought him in as a first-round draft pick. Poles wasn't there at the time, but he had belief in Justin Fields, and those were a lot of the comments that he was saying last year. I look at this year as an opportunity as when he's talking about is, hey, we would want to do right by Justin if that's the case that we're going to go. Hey, teams out here, we can have a chance to meet and talk. If we decide to go with the number one overall pick, Justin Fields is up for play. You can have him before free agency to what you were saying yesterday, Colleen, and we can discuss those things and get something back that is going to help our team tremendous 
from a trade from Justin Fields opposed to trading that number one overall pick. I think the kind of writing is on the wall, and I think they're going to go with a quarterback first overall. What do you think, KB? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I believe that this there is a mastermind behind this. Mm -hmm. I think he's he downplayed that. There is a mastermind to go ahead and go with a quarterback right here with his comments at the Combine. I truly believe that they're going to look at all the quarterbacks, but Caleb Williams comes to mind as that number one pick. I believe that the writing is on the wall for Justin Fields, and it's okay because Justin Fields, with his comments of saying he wants to do right by him, Justin yeah. Fields needs to step up and say, agent, people in my corner, send me to Atlanta. Atlanta is the perfect fit. He can go down there. They have playmakers. They have an offensive line. They have a running game with Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. Drake London to throw to. They have a defense. I love the Atlanta Falcons for Justin Fields with Ryan Pohl's comments. I just feel like he's going to take that quarterback. He loves this draft of quarterbacks. He loves Caleb Williams. I see Caleb Williams in Chicago. I feel like I don't have a clear-cut answer, yeah. though, from listening to him because it was sort of just word soup, which you get a lot of yeah. at the Combine. So it's kind of an art form. You just say a lot of words and nothing really means anything. Specifically, we'll move as quickly as possible, but we, weren't, we aren't going to rush. <laughs> Moving quickly, not rushing. What is that, like, yeah. like um, speed walking? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure where that kind of leaves us, but he knows exactly what he's doing, and for them to make a deal back-to-back -back years, I just find it so hard to believe that they'll pass up on a quarterback if they do believe that Caleb Williams is a generational talent. Like, this is a great spot for them to be in, to reset that rookie clock financially mm -hmm. as well so they can build around him. But it's this time of year where there is, you're trying to figure out who is saying what and reading between the lines. And I know Peter Schrager is doing the same exact thing, and he's having all sorts of conversations at different restaurants there, including with Spags and Andy Reid. So, Peter, what say you about this? <laughs> Yeah, Colleen, I think that's important to note that what we're going to get publicly from Ryan Poles is that. Speaking to folks within the Bears organization, that is his public speaking for this entire period. He's not going to be doing any exclusive interviews over the next few weeks. He's not going to do any one-on-ones. We got it yesterday. The plan from a media strategy was let's get Poles to talk to as many people as who wants to have him on Tuesday at the Combine and kind of nip it in the bud and get it out of the way so that this is not going to be an ongoing thing where every day it's a slow bleed of news where well, what did he say this day? What did he say that day? So what he put on the record yesterday, which Jason so eloquently, you know, detailed, was that let's, if we're going to do this, let's do it right by Justin. When you already are talking in those hypotheticals of if we're going to do this, here is what that contingency plan is, I think you're at least going down that path to consider it. So to me, it sounds like that's the last we're going to hear from Ryan Poles up until a move is made or a decision is made. And yet, when you're already talking about contingency plans and how you would want to handle Justin if you were going to trade him, it's sounds like those discussions are well underway. Yeah, and he talked about doing right by Justin, not having him live in the gray area, yeah. and moving on before free agency. Free agency is March 13th. Legal tampering period is the 11th. It's like right around the right corner. Around. So right now is such a crucial time period for the Bears. Peter, thank you. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Uh, we have more to come here because we're just getting started on GMFB on this Wednesday. Peter's going to give us two more prospects to keep an eye on this weekend at the Combine. Outside of the Combine, I love trying. Trash talk. Trash talk in the offseason. There's nothing better. Deion Dawkins, a.k.a. the snowman, yeah. he is making enemies in the AFC East. We have to talk about what he said about those New York Jets. Oh. Whiteboard Wednesday is right after the break.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning, football! Time for another edition of Whiteboard Wednesday. So the nation's top prospects, they're getting ready to show out in Indianapolis tomorrow at the NFL Combine. So let's talk about the prospect who will be the talk of the town in Indy. Jason. I always look at the top guys because you're watching them closely as their position group is up. And when you look at the wide receiver position right now, Marvin Harrison Jr. has been the talk. Peter yesterday told us about Malik Neighbors, and all of these guys are so explosive and they can do so much. Those two guys, those two top two guys, they're not going to be performing at the combine. I'm okay with it. When you got a prospect to get drafted that high, do your thing. Don't worry about what everybody else is saying. But that opens up a door of opportunity for Rome Odunze. He's going to get a chance to go out there and wow scouts and be the talk of the wide receiver position. If he goes out there and he runs an unbelievable 40, everybody's going to be talking about, well, now can he jump up to get in that top spot to be the first wide receiver off the board? If his routes look good, if he's catching all of his passes, this is a guy that was unbelievable for Washington this year, and he's going to get a chance to showcase his skills while the other guys aren't going. That is an opportunity for him to step up and do his thing. So I'm fascinated. I'm excited to see what he's able to do out there on the combine at Lucas oil stadium and show his talents and abilities. KB, who you got? Hey, I was going to go with our guy Cooper Dijon. He was about to be the number one pick on Will Compton's all-white team. But (laughs) I have to stay on the defensive side. I got to go with Dallas Turner, edge rusher out of Alabama. This guy is going to put a jet pack on and Mm. crush this 40. I'm excited to see him in shorts and a t-shirt. He's going to do his thing. He is a football player. But when it comes to showing off the quickness, showing off the skills, 
This guy's gonna put on a show. He's about to put on a movie at the combine. Expect him to show out. Ooh, all right. Now Peter is standing by at Lucas Oil. He's ready for all of the movies. Um, we talked about that yesterday, going to an actual movie, but the shows that these prospects are gonna put on. Yeah. So Peter, who do you have for this one? Ricky Pearsall is my player. Um, Ricky Pearsall played at Arizona State. It was the wide receiver with uh, Jaden Daniels. Then he goes to Florida. You're going to see some amazing stuff that this guy does in the highlight stuff. Does it as a guy in motion, obviously, can do it out of the backfield, but also was at Arizona State for two years and led them, and then went to Florida and led them in, air, in receiving yards. I think Ricky Pearsall is going to put on a show at the Combine. Huge Ricky Pearsall fan. Um, love the fact that he was able to play with Jaden Daniels and then come to Florida and also have the same success. One of these dudes that at the Combine, when the top two guys are like, hey, we're going to wait it out and let our pro day speak for us, someone has to step up, and there could be a void, and I think Ricky Pearsall is going to have one of those crazy one-handed grabs. CeeDee Lamb, I think, has the greatest that we've ever seen at the Combine a couple years ago, mm. tiptoeing on the mm -hmm. sideline, and everyone was just like, all right, well, that guy's a first-round pick. Maybe Ricky Pearsall can do the same this week. I like that one. Also, keep an eye on Amarius Mims, the mm. offensive tackle. He is, doesn't have a ton of experience, but he's super athletic. He's probably going to test really, really well. He's getting first-round buzz, even though he's only started six or eight games, eight games for Georgia. But that limited experience does not take away from the fact that everyone is talking about him and his ceiling Big is super high. Like he's, it. I mean, six seven too. He is. Ooh. He was like six seven in high school. Check out the video <laughs> online. It's it's like an Andy Reid style type video. Let's go to this one earlier. This this week, Bill's offensive lineman, speaking of offensive lineman, Dion Dawkins, had an interview with Vlad TV and spoke about Buffalo's strong division rivalry with the Jets. Here's what he had to say. I'm going to just keep it a buck. I hate them. All of them, bro. They are awesome. Like, when it comes to sports, right, there's people that play the sport because they love the sport, and then there's people that play the sport just to try to be cool. I feel like they play the sport to try to be cool. Like, those are a bunch of dudes that just want to take pictures. A bunch of dudes that just yeah. want to take pictures? The disrespect, but I love the snowman. Rivalry you're most excited to see grow in 2024. I love that, because for Jets players, you're sitting around and see all season, you might be on vacation. Next thing you know, you're getting tagged, and Deion Dawkins is out there doing a the podcast, no shirt on. He's calling them weirdos and everything. Sauce Gardner responded, said he just got finished recording a podcast where he had no shirt on, talking about the season. This rivalry, I can't wait. He talked about Michael Clemens. He gave some love to Quinn and Williams, but call them all weirdos. That's one thing to go by. I'm going with the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. This is a rivalry that just keeps on giving us more and more. You can go back to the 13 seconds where the Chiefs were able to come out on top. Buffalo Bills probably still hating that one. But then it continues to give and give. This year we got Kadarius Tony lining up offsides where Travis Kelsey might have had the best play in NFL history, the best lateral of throwing the ball back across the field. But it didn't count. And then you go all the way to the playoffs where it came down to a missed field goal by Tyler Bass. This matchup has given us so much with two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Can't wait to see what 2024 brings from Chiefs and Bills. Awesome. I'm going I'm to have you take a picture of what me real quick because Deion Dawkins <laughs> is going to get a lot of this from the Jets. <laughs> Them players are about to show off the pettiness all season. I'm I telling you, every play that a defensive player makes, offensive player makes, they're going to be posing That's for up, a baby. picture. They're all over it. <laughs> but my rivalry that I'm going to pick for Whiteboard Wednesday is the Bengals versus Ravens. Yeah. Why I say this? Because I just happened to play in one. Mm. It was a cold night, kind yeah. of, but it was lit. It felt like a playoff 
atmosphere. Better it was than any of the ones that you ever played in New England rivalry? I, I mean, I don't want to go that far, oh. but let's just stick to <laughs> this one right now. This game was electric. Joey B, you got Lamar. Yeah. You have both good defenses. Mike Mack, LaRumo, yeah. uh, Anna Rumo, excuse me. Amazing coaches. I know Mike Mack's gone now, but this rivalry between Joe Burrow and Lamar is here to stay. It's going to yeah. be a long time going against each other. This one's electric. Mm. I love going to uh, M&T Bank Stadium. Yeah. I feel like Ooh. their game presentation is so good. That atmosphere is like second to none. Peter, who do you have for this? I'm going to go in the AFC West, and I'm going to go with new division rivals. I'm going to go with Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers and Sean Payton and the Broncos. Both of these franchises have been playing second, third, maybe even fourth in some cases to the Chiefs over the years. But guess what? We've got fresh new blood in L.A., and Harbaugh's not coming here to get third or fourth place in the AFC West. And neither is Sean Payton. I, these are two guys who run hot they have never been in the same division before. Now, look, we know they've played in playoff games before. We know they've had some classic Niners, Saints, Alex Smith leading his team all the way down the field. They know each other, but in the division, playing twice, I love both these personalities. And, hey, just for a note, as a, someone who is a combine enthusiast, while so many coaches decided that the combine wasn't worth their time, these two are here wire to wire. Harbaugh and Peyton, old school guys. They see the uh, value in the combine. They are both here, and they are both roaming the halls and being seen. That entire division is so intriguing in terms of rivalries for next season. I cannot wait. Uh, another one to watch, A.J. Brown in the media. I am team A.J. Brown, yeah. just in terms of rivalries that will grow in 2024. <laughs> plenty, plenty of uh, content there. But yesterday we had Ryan Leaf on the show, and aside from all of the Combine talk, he gave us his honest review of the new movie Argyle, and he called it cheeky and funny. It's like a spy novel situation. There's a lot of espionage. I don't know more than that about it, but yeah. the current NFL player or coach that you would trust the most with a movie review? So for me, if I'm asking you about a movie, I want an honest opinion. I don't want you to sugarcoat it. I want you to give it to me straightforward. Watching all the coaches and GMs and everybody talk around the combine, I'm going with the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going with Raheem Morris. He was asked about the Atlanta Falcons. And you give your evaluations, whether it's the team, yourself, whatever. You look back at last year, and Raheem Morris said about the quarterback position, if that position played any better, I might not be standing here in front of you. That is blatant, that is honest, and I am here for it. If the movie was terrible, don't just tell me it was cheeky and funny. Say the movie was trash and I shouldn't go watch it. That's the type of review I want. No sugarcoating, straight to the point. Don't give me this long explanation and try to explain it. If it wasn't a good movie, I want to know. Raheem Morris, Quarterback position, just won't that good. And that landed me the job here in Atlanta to try to change it. I respect it. Man, I love that. The honesty uh -huh. and a good movie review. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. This is why I'm going with this player, Brett Irvin. Okay. Big Irv, uh -huh. my defensive tackle at the Ravens. Yeah. This guy is going to give you an honest opinion. How I know this is because he's amazing at Jeopardy. In the D-line room, <laughs> we played Jeopardy, and he knew every movie answer you could ask. Really? So Jeopardy he is could, about anything, anything, not just football. But his, his column was the movie column. He knew the actress, he knew the actors, and he even knew directors. Do we need which to is, get him on this week? Yeah, he's incredible. Big Herb, shout out to you. I know I'm okay. coming to you for a movie review or a TV. I love that. All right, maybe we'll uh, do a segment later this week. I'm sure the producers are thrilled. I'm pitching yeah. live on the air. Peter, how about you? I got to hang with Brent Urban. That's my guy. Jeopardy guy. That's my kind of guy. I love that. Um, 
All right, I'm going Mike McDaniel. Not a lot to be said other than if you got to kind of put aside 90 minutes of your day, Mike will break down every movie, yeah. and he'll tell you every plot point, and he'll do it in his special way. And as uh, guys who know him, Kyle and Jason, both of you, I think you can imagine that Mike has some thoughts on films, but also will be quite verbose in his review. Move over, Siskel and Ebert. Mike McDaniel is the greatest movie review of our time. All right, no disrespect to anyone else at this table, but Peter, that is my favorite answer. I would love, I would subscribe to that podcast because I was thinking Calais Campbell would be my favorite just because I trust his voice. Mm. Um, and I like anything that he says, I'm like, oh yeah, that's to, like he could be the authority I'm on all movie reviews. Like Calais Campbell. So exactly, uh, the, the league's most prestigious yeah. honor. He's a man of honor, a man of his word, and I would trust him for movies. So. I love it. I'm I mean, you know him. him, though, better than I do. Yeah, I mean, he, I am scared of his voice, but, like, he is Walter Payne, the man of the yeah. year, so you, Great you, dude. he's a good dude. You just yeah. got, you got to hear what he says. I would trust like, Peter's opinion. Peter's yeah. the guy. I mean, he's going to give it to you the same Schrager. exact way. Yeah, Shregs. Ah. Uh, and I love that fact that he has that huge Instagram thing right there. Uh, I, we got to do a follower check update. Oh, don't worry, I just exactly. did. He's uh, just about to 2,400. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, Peter. Bringing him in. Good job. <laughs> Step aside, there X. It is. IG is here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter, we're coming back out to you Move in a over, little bit. Done. <laughs> I want Peter to be out in Indy with the whiteboard, just with his Twitter or with his Instagram handle on it, showing everyone. It's fantastic. Coming up, we're gonna talk a little bit about these Raiders. So it sounds like Devontae Adams is staying in Vegas, but who will be throwing him the ball? A very important question. Peter's only fans coming next. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Yes, we are here, and there are some future stars who are in the building, folks. The quarterbacks have arrived, and these are the young men who are going to be spending the week with teams and on working out on Saturday. Also, the wide receivers are slated for Saturday as well. Some of the biggest talent in college football are now beginning their NFL careers, and it all starts here in India. You saw some of the players that we previewed before the Combine in recent years. I'm almost embarrassed. I said C.J. Stroud was my seventh prospect last year. He was the best prospect in that draft, but that's how this goes. You come here walking into the Combine, and you can make your story, and you can write your own chapter in your career. We've already done 10, 9, 8, 7 this week. Let's go to number 6. Let's go to the University of Washington, and we're going to go right from neighbors to another wide receiver and that is Rome Adunze. You heard Jason McCourty talk about him earlier in the show. This is your burner in this year's draft. This is a standout sprinter on his track team in high school. Won the 4A Nevada State title in the 200 and in the 4x100 relay. Then goes to Washington where he finally gets a chance to get four years on the field and put up 3,200 yards. And last year with Michael Penix as his quarterback, he led the entire country in receiving yards with 1,640 yards. In the playoffs, he was outstanding. You watch those games both against Texas and Michigan. He was the guy, and he did it all season long. He also did it the year beforehand with Penix when he was a third-team AP All-American and had 1,200 receiving yards. He played in 12 games two years ago and started eight of them. This past year, started all of them. It was only one of two players to rank in the top 10 in FBS in receiving yards in both 2022 and in 2023. The other guy is Marvin Harrison Jr. Roma Dunze can go as high as four, can go as high as five. This is one of those prospects that everyone's buzzing about and is made of the right stuff. So if he's number six, who's number five? How about our first quarterback on the list? Let's get right to him. Drake May is number five on the list. The quarterback out of North Carolina had an opportunity to say, hey, you are the prospect. It's you and Caleb. Well, he goes out there last year. Doesn't necessarily have the year that everyone thought he would statistically, but he showed some real signs that this guy is a first-round top 10 quarterback. Last season, 3,600 yards, led the ACC, started all 12 games. But the year beforehand is what I'm looking at. ACC Player of the Year, 4,300 yards through 38 touchdown passes, but also ran for 700 yards and started all 14 games. A four-star recruit out of Myers Park High School in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oddly enough, one of his coaches as an assistant coach there was Josh McCown, the former NFL star who played as a, both a starter and a backup in this league for 18 seasons. And just yesterday it was announced as the Vikings quarterbacks coach. Drake May is a top, top talent. He's got the build, six foot four, 230 pounds. You're going to Dunze, you're going May. You're talking two of the biggest names in this draft. They're both in Indianapolis. They're both meeting with teams and they're both going through the, the corridors right now as the players are arriving at the quarterback and wide receiver position. Uh, there we go, guys. Number six through five. Here is the list right now as we stand. Of course, we have Thursday and Friday to go four to one. Wiggins, the corner. Brockers, the tight end. Fuaga, one of the offensive tackles. Then Neighbors and Adunze. And then May, I have him. Uh, as you know, obviously, Caleb's going to be higher than him. But I also have Jaden Daniels higher than May. May is my third quarterback, but it's top five overall. I think that's pretty good. We'll go back to the table. Guys, your thoughts on those two players, Adunze and May. 
the quarterback position is going to be so fun going into this mm -hmm. draft because you just said that I have May ahead of Jaden Daniels. Some people have Jaden Daniels ahead of May. Everybody has Caleb Williams at that one spot. It's going to be fascinating to see what he was surrounded with talent-wise in college and how that's evaluated going into the NFL. I'm excited to see how these guys all shake out. May won't be throwing at the combine, so we won't get a chance to see him there. But we said it yesterday, one of his teammates was Sam Howell, who's in Washington, who has that second overall pick. Is there a chance he goes there and they have that relationship? And what's that like for those two guys being such good friends? And Sam Howell kind of mentoring him when he first got to Carolina. So Drake May, a fascinating prospect, big guy, can throw the ball over the field, but can also take off and run from the pocket as well. And it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Yeah, I'm excited about that. He has a background in hoops, mm -hmm. and he's also coach's son. His dad, Mark, played quarterback as well. So there's, like, just some tradition there yeah. that I love. And then also for Rome, legend has it that he started a Facebook account when he was six years old, and his occupation that he listed was quarterback in the NFL. Oh. So things have changed, Maybe but also he is uh, the NFL right on point there with that. Yeah, I think Rome Adunze is going to be a top talented receiver in this league. He really Really can make that catch that means that contested catch when it's on a defender yeah well Peter you're crushing it I was kind of hoping that you would leave some mystery to the other prospects that you have not revealed yet but that's okay because we don't some. know who one two or four yeah. or five is yet I don't know but you did say three so that's okay it's a great tease a super tease and we will get back out to you in a little bit Let's talk about those Raiders because they have new vibes right now with Antonio Pierce and they also have new GM with Tom Telesco as Peter alluded to. So Telesco spoke yesterday about the traits he's looking for in a quarterback and also addressed the trade rumors that are swirling about their three-time All-Pro wide receiver Devontae Adams. The two for me are probably leadership and toughness. I think you have to start with that. He's got to be somebody that when you're in the huddle and those, ten other those players are looking you in the eyes that you can lead that group. And you got to have that. So those are two most important things for me. And then it kind of goes into, you know, preparation skills for that position is like none other. Probably like no other sport than professional sports. Uh, another GM asked you this week about uh, whether Dr. Bond is available. He's a Raider. He's a Raider, according to NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Aaron Rodgers had been recruiting Devontae mm -hmm. to join him with the Jets, but Telesco appeared to shut that down yesterday. So before the combine really essentially kicks off in earnest tomorrow, what do we think of the state of the Raiders and what they have going on in Vegas? It starts at the quarterback position. Andy Reid even said it this week. He was asked, Always like, does. if you were giving advice to a young person in this game, he was just like, be honest, do work hard, and get yourself a good quarterback. So for the Raiders right now, it's hard to look beyond, all right, you got Devontae Adams, he's going to be there, but who is the quarterback going to be? They have Aiden O'Connell who finished the season now, started the last eight or nine games, played okay, finished the last four games, eight interceptions, no, uh, I mean, eight touchdowns, zero interceptions. But I don't know that that's the guy that they're looking to lead their organization going forward. But you look at the Raiders and you're like, all right, well, what are their options? They're the 13th pick in the draft. Do they feel as though they can get a franchise quarterback at 13? Do they feel like they have the capital to be able to move up and get one of these quarterbacks? Jaden Daniels is somebody that's been linked to them because Antonio Pierce was at Arizona State when they were recruiting Jaden Daniels and got him to go to school there. So is there a connection there where the Raiders may try to move up and get somebody like Jaden Daniels? On the other end of it. Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the roster. Brian Hoyer is still on the roster. You would assume that 
Garoppolo was going to be released. He was brought in by the previous head coach and Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler as the general manager. So was Brian Hoyer. He had ties to those guys. And he'll be 39 this upcoming season. So that quarterback room could be completely different with Aiden O'Connell going into his second year. Do they choose to bring in a veteran, one of these guys like Jacoby Brissett or Gardner Minshew? Can they pry Kirk Cousins or Baker Mayfield away from their teams with both of them, the Minnesota Vikings and the Buccaneers? So they want their guys back. So for the Raiders, it's such a peculiar situation because they don't have one of those top coveted picks in the draft to say, you know what, we're going to sit at three and just get the best quarterback available at that point. So at 13, it's so hard to say, all right, we're going to draft our future quarterback in the first round because they're at that spot where it's so hard to get a guy that you really believe can be your franchise quarterback. Yeah, being at that 13th pick, it's kind of that tweener. Yeah. But I go more for the offensive weapons in this. Mm -hmm. Who's going to step up next to Devontae Adams? Jacoby Myers had a pretty good year. Michael Mayer, rookie last year. Can he step up in year two? I would like Tom Telesco and Antonio Pierce to gain somebody else that can help Devontae Adams, as well as help the quarterback. If they bring in a new one, you can have a flyer that can go down the field. They don't have that. They don't have a speed guy that can dunk on the yeah. goalpost when he scores a touchdown. They don't have that. And at the running back position, Josh Jacobs, he's not there. Is he going to come back? Can they find somebody in this draft to come up and really just take this offense and help out whoever the quarterback is. Josh Jacobs didn't have a great year last year, but we know what type of player he is. He could really be a big boost if you can get him back with the Raiders and help out any quarterback. I believe that they need to focus on that 13th pick with somebody that can help out whatever quarterback they have. Yeah, because Devontae Adams and the Raiders, they have the same exact problem that there is no quarterback, yeah. no clear-cut yeah. quarterback. And Aiden O'Connell is as much of an answer as Jimmy G was last year, so he's not. Plus, they don't really have, outside of Devontae Adams and Max Crosby, they don't really have any franchise cornerstone players right now. And Devontae Adams, he's going to be 31 years old. He has absolutely not missed a step, and that's not what I'm saying. But I don't want to see these years wasted mm without a quarterback that is legit throwing to him. And then also, we don't know about Josh Jacobs. It seems like he won't be coming back. Outside of Colton Miller, the offensive line needs to be addressed. On the defense, too, they need an infusion of talent, especially on the back seven. Yeah. Max Crosby, he can make up for a lot of the deficiencies, but linebackers, secondary, a lot of question marks, and they absolutely need to hit in the first round. Look at the their draft picks from the last five years or so in the first round. There's only, if you take Josh Jacobs out of that since he's a free agent, there's only one player on here that is currently still on the roster, and it's Tyree Wilson from last year, their first-round pick, and he needs Jeez. to show yes. that he can be the player that's caliber of being a first-round pick. He needs to elevate his game, so they absolutely need wow. to catch it. I agree. It. Can that's he help out Max Crosby? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Max needs help, Peter. Yeah, the irony is, you know, in those Mayock drafts, they missed a lot in the first round, but then you go back and they got Crosby on day three. They get Hunter Renfro on day three. Like, they did really well on days two and day three. It's been the first rounders that they've not had much success with. And last year, Tyree Wilson had that giant wingspan. We were here in Indianapolis. I stood next to him. I think he had an 89-inch wingspan. It didn't translate on the field. So we're waiting to see all these players kind of develop, and some of them are no longer with the team. I look at Devontae, though. You know, this year he's going to make about base salary at 32 years old. Normal money for a star wide receiver, but next year that thing escalates at 33 years old to like $35 million. So you have to think 
we're talking money here. It, if you're not going to get rid of him this year, he's certainly going to need a restructure going into next year. They're certainly going to. Is this no man's land at age 33 for Devontae Adams? Is it better off to trade him and get some assets for him at this point? If you're not going to be able to keep him on the roster next year at that number, I fascinated to see what Telesco does because they're in a bit of a salary cap. I would say salary cap hell is a little bit extreme, but they're in a bit of a salary cap from issue with what they've got already on the books and yet their team is in what you guys said no man's land 13th overall pick you're not probably getting uh drake may you're not getting Jaden daniels do you get jj mccarthy you're going to probably trade up for that so telesco to me is really interesting because there's this window right now i don't think jimmy g's coming back i don't think brian hoyer's the future and i don't know what they see in o'connell for the long term but this is a great draft right now for four quarterbacks that are getting a lot of buzz, and that includes McCarthy in that list. Do you trade up a few spots? Do you get aggressive, and do you maybe salvage some future first-round picks and maybe get the quarterback of the future this year? Very rare in our industry. Now, coaches, it happens all the time. You get a second shot. It's very rare in our industry that you get fired as a general manager and they get a second shot as soon as Tom Telesco has gotten a second shot, especially within the division. Maybe he looks at some of the, maybe Mark Davis looked at some of those Chargers drafts, saw how they built their roster, liked what they did and said, I'm going to bring this guy in. But a veteran general manager who knows a division inside and out. And I find him to be the really interesting guy in the building as we head towards draft and, and free agency. Tom Telesco, let go of in, in Los Angeles, gets the job the very next month in Las Vegas. How can he turn this thing around? Because he's got no favors with the salary cap, and they've missed on draft picks in recent years. Uh, Peter, we'll talk to you a little bit. Still to come on GMFB. If Kirk Cousins is staying in Minnesota, he's going to do it in style. We'll show you his new look coming up. What does Kirk have from Coles? I got to see this. I'm going to definitely stay tuned to see what Kirk is rocking nowadays. Stay tuned. It's next. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 